Hey, it's Pastor Ted Fabianic here from Faith Life Church in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that when you listen to this, you'll be inspired and blessed to reach the best things that God has for you. When the Lord, <clears throat> in the Garden of Eden, when, uh, when serpent deceived Eve, the Lord pronounced a curse on the serpent. And he told the serpent, you will eat dust for the rest of your life. Eating dust means completely defeated. Satan is completely defeated. So how does he work? If you're a person who is completely defeated, you want to raise up your head, you have to tell a lie. Because you are completely defeated. So Satan works through lies and fear. I thank the worship team for the song that they choose on fear. It's such a unity of faith in this place. I didn't tell them my topic. But we have a perfect love that casts out all fear. We are always on the victory side. John 3.16 God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So love is not about the, it's not about the, 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 the quantity or the number of people that he loved. It is about the way, this is the way I love you. It's, confirmed, it's, it's, it's expressed in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. Chapter 5, verse 2 says, Live in the love as Christ also loved us. He gave his life for us as an offering and sacrifice, a soothing aroma to God. The way God loved us is to sacrifice his son on the cross for us. That's the way he loved us. That's how he so loved you. Love is an, is an action word. It's not a word of quantity, it's, it's an action. He so loved the world that he sacrificed his son as an offering and sacrifice and soothing aroma to the Lord. Soothing aroma is not a, uh, is not a smell or a taste. It is about the fulfillment of the perfect love of God for you and for me. That's why when God saw the sons crucified, he said this is the soothing aroma for me because he complete, he complete the perfect love of God that he can deliver. The father loved us. The son also loved us. Right? When the father loved us, the son said, I will sacrifice for them because the son loved the father and he loved us. Right? So Jesus, that's why... Life, love is a response. Love is not a theology. Love is not, love, love, love is not, is, is, is not an instruction. Love is your response. Life, live in love as Christ also loved us. Live means you are living, you are alive, you respond to the love of Christ even as Christ responds his love for us or love of the Father for us. Now, if we can, if we can, Fulfill this, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2. I believe, I believe our family will be so much happier. I believe that the mental illness has been so much less. I believe the abusers will be so much less. Next, please. I want you to see how much God loves us in the sacrifice of the Son. Okay, in Leviticus. Chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. 
Now this, 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 I will go, go through it slowly, because every, we have five major, five primary um, uh, offerings, right? Uh, which describe Jesus Christ. The sin offering, the guilt offering, the wave offering, the peace offering, and the, and the, and the guilt, please, and the burnt offering. I'm using only today the burnt offering. Why? Because the burnt offering is the one that, that everything on the altar is burnt. Everything. Okay? It's, burnt offering means total commitment. Now, I want you to see who Jesus Christ is in this burnt offering. This is the Old Testament. If God told Moses, tell to the children of Israel, every sinner or worshiper, if you sin against God, you come and bring an offering for the atonement of your sin. And he says, verse 1, if his offering is a burnt offering, which means total commitment of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. Which 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 confirms or says this, that the name, all this point to Jesus Christ, okay? So the, the male without blemish point to Jesus Christ. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 says, He is the lamb without defects or perfection. In fact, imperfections. The perfect Son of God without sin came to the cross to die for you and me. And he shall offer it on his own voluntary will at the door of the tabernacle of congregation before Jehovah. When we ask for forgiveness, we don't ask our wives, today you go to church and tell God to forgive me. You come personally. Yeah, we come personally. Yeah? So don't do it for your wife or your mother-in-law, okay? And he shall put his hand on the head of the burnt offering. The sinner put the head, put the hand on the, on the head of the the bull, which means there is a transfer of my sin onto the animal. So the animal took my sin. Okay? That, is what that speaks of us when we are in touch with God, we are connected to God, He took our sin. He became sin for us on the cross. And then He shall put His hand on the head of the burnt offering and it shall be accepted for Him to make atonement for Him. God does not look at the person, the worshiper, and say, okay, if you sin against me, you cannot, you cannot come to me. God is looking at the offer, looking at Christ. So we can come to Christ anytime, in any condition. All that he looks at is he has a perfect, he, he is the perfect offering for me. God is looking at the offering. Okay? And he shall kill the young bull before the, well, before Jehovah, and the priest killed sacrifice, right? And the priest, Aaron's sons, shall bring the blood and sprinkle the blood around the altar that is by the door of the tabernacle of congregation. Now, this is a process. Skin, he told it, this is, the skin, skin, the burnt offering is not done by the, the priest, it's done by the sinner. The one who offers the animal. Skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. All these speaks of Christ, we'll talk about it later on. Verse 7, the sons of the priest Aaron will start a fire on the altar and lay the wood on the fire. That reminds me of Abraham and Isaac. Right? 
And Aaron's son will also lay the pieces, the head, the head of the animal, which in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, points to Jesus Christ. The head means he knew no sin. Jesus Christ knew no sin. Not yet, not yet, sorry. Make, make. Yeah. And the fat, we'll talk about it later on, the fat on the top of the wood, uh, wood burning on the altar. It's, the fat also talk about Christ. And watch the, in, it, watch the inter, internal organs. Watch also talk about Christ. Internal organ also talk about Christ. Internal organ in first chapter, first John chapter 3 to 5 says that he has no sin. He has no sin. He knows no sin. He has no sin. Internal. And the legs talk about, also talk about Christ in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 22. He did no sin. Legs is about walking. So Jesus Christ, no, no sin, has no sin, did nothing, become the sacrifice of God. That is the perfect love of Christ. That is this love that cuts out all fear. Okay? We have been manipulated by fear for too long. This is the perfect love of Christ. So, then the priest will burn all of it on the altar. Every part of Jesus Christ is sacrificed totally for you and for me. That is the perfect love of Christ. Every part. And it is a burnt offering, an offering by fire and soothing aroma to the Lord. Now, when we take the communion after the service, I want you to look at different parts of the body. Of, of, the, of the description about Christ. If it is a head, bear in mind Jesus died on the cross for our sin. Jesus also took our sicknesses, our infirmities and diseases. And we come to the head. Can we go back, please? The head. If you had an issue, a mental issue to do with your head, it can be mental illness. It can be tumor. It can be migraine. It is on the altar. This is on the altar. If you have the issue with faith, it is on the altar. If you have an issue on the internal organ, it can be lungs, it can be kidney, it can be your womb, it can be your, your pancreas, it can be whatever internal organ, there is a sickness or you have indigestive problem, it is at the altar. Jesus, forget at the altar, come on. If you have a problem with legs, arthritis, you know, or whatever there is to do with legs, it is an altar. God is going to burn it all off today. And that is the perfect love of God that cuts out of you. We have so much fear about things that are going on inside our body. But if you look at the perfect love of God that he sent his son, every part talk about him being fully, fully consumed by the fire of judgment on the, on the animal that represents Christ. That is the perfect love. Every disease will be burned today. Yeah? Next one, please. Okay, part by part. The head talk about 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For our sake, he made him to be seen who knew no sin. 
So that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. There is an exchange. When Jesus Christ died for our sins, he took our sins, he became sin for us. He died on the cross. We become righteousness of God in Christ. Don't condemn yourself. There is another lie. You, we like to condemn ourselves. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. No. God look at you as the righteousness of God in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 to 8 says, In him we have redemption through his, through his blood. This is the exchange at the cross. In Christ Jesus, our sins are forgiven as redemption, right, through his blood, the payment of, of our sin by his blood, and the forgiveness of our sin. Don't feel guilty. God forgive all our sin according to the riches of his grace. Grace is already rich. He said the riches of his grace. I can't even imagine. Which he caused to abound towards us in all wisdom and understanding. Grace comes with wisdom and understanding that God has for us. To be deceived by fear, to be deceived by the, by the devil that belongs to the world, doesn't belong to us. We've got the wisdom of God, we've got the understanding of God. We have the assurance of the perfect love of God for us. Next, please. Can I tell you something? Last night I didn't have a voice. Amen. Today I got a voice. First John. First John chapter 5, verse, chapter 3, verse 3. Pfizer. This is the internal organs, okay, which means your intestine, your liver, everything that is internal, okay, your pancreas. If there is an issue, it is on the, on the altar, okay? He, you know that he, Jesus Christ, appeared in order to take away our sin, and in him he has no sin. He has no sin and took our sin unto him so that your liver can be healed. Your stomach can be healed. Your womb can be healed. Your heart can be healed. Galatians 2, verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer that I live, but Christ lives in me. The one that he sacrificed on the cross for you now become living in you. That is the perfect love of God. You have the Christ live in you. You have the truth live in you. You have the perfect love of God live in you. The fear must go on the devil. The devil is always completely defeated. He's eating dust. Don't ever allow the devil to deceive us anymore. No matter what happened to you, the devil is still eating dust. Because there's the word of God. It never change. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Christ is in us. The fullness of Christ is in us. The fullness of the God who created heavens and earth is in you, for you, through you. That is the perfect love of God. Okay, there is no one single, there is no one single internal organ that is not consumed by the fire of judgment. Not one single. Bible says that after this, 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 this sacrifice on the cross, 
even the face of Jesus Christ was marred or disfigured, not even represent a human being. There's how much disease he got into his body. Every disease on this world that got into his body for him to be judged for us. Every disease. You may have a pimple in the nose that is it's on the altar today. Okay? Let's carry on. Next one. I'm moving quite fast, right? We have, uh, we've got to pick up by 11.30. But first chapter, first Peter chapter 2, verses 22, he committed no sin. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. That speaks of the truth of God. He committed no sin. Many religions form a human being. This is the only one that, 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 that come not as a religion, but as a relationship with God who committed no sin. Perfectly holy, perfectly truth, perfection, imperfection. Ephesians 2 verses 8 to 9 says, By grace you are saved through faith, that not only yourself, but it is not only not, not of yourself, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone, anyone should propose. The one who committed nursing died on the cross for us. We don't have to, we don't have to please God by performance. Don't have to please God by performance. That is not the way to approach God. God is a relationship of, 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 of love. It's not a relationship of bosses and employee. By the way, we are not slaves. We are the children of God. I just, I, I just stepped some. Last, last Sunday, last Sunday when we were on before the prayer meeting, and I saw a, two pairs of feet, they was above the ground. Two pairs of feet above the ground. And the Lord says, that I felt, the Lord says that we are the inheritance of God. The land is our inheritance. But many of us feel that I can't afford it. I can't afford to buy a house. But you're not connected to the inheritance. Your feet is above the ground. It's for our church too. I was praying for our church actually. We have, we have an inheritance. Our feet is not on the ground. It's above the ground. We are not connected. Inheritance of God and inheritance of the man, of the land, has to be connected. We are inheritance of God. This land is our inheritance. We have to be connected. We have to possess the land. If you are still thinking that you're going to be, you're worried about statistics, employment, the unemployment, tell God, we got a land. God has a land for you. You have to be connected to your land. That is your inheritance. Don't be fooled by, by fears of economic indicators, economic going down, COVID statistics. God has an inheritance. All right, that's slightly out of this. But anyway, it's related to this. Let's carry on. Next one. Washing. Washing of the water. When they slaughter the animal, they have to wash the animal, the inside of the intestine. Right? All wash out. The legs wash. Washing speaks of washing of the word of God. Very personal. 
intestine, inside the intestine is very personal. It's yours. It doesn't belong to anybody else. Wash yourself out, wash by the water of the word of God of self-centeredness. We are all self-centered. Am I right? Right? The moment if I show you a group photos, the first thing you look with, where am I? <laughs> am I more taller than the next one? More handsome than the next one? We are self-centered. Right? Now, but washing is the word of God. The devil, the, the sin took the word of God and crucified the word of God. In the beginning, John chapter 1, verse one to, verses 1 to 4, in the beginning was the word. He is the beginning. There is no other beginning other than Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and he was in the beginning with God. All things came into being. Through him, without him, not even one thing came into being that has come into being. Jesus Christ has preeminence in everything. And yet, he has everything, and yet God put it on the altar. That's for you and for me. That is the perfect love of God. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26 to 27. And he might sanctify and cleanse us with the washing of the water of the word, that he might present it to himself as the glorious church, without spot and wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. The word of God. We are self-centered. But when we hear more of the Word of God, we meditate more of the Word of God, we read more of the Word of God, you will see more and more of Christ in you, for you, through you. You will see the meaning and the purpose of your life in Christ. That has become more and more Christ-like. Yeah, but it was crucified. There's always an exchange the one that was crucified for us become the word of God, become the one that sanctifies us, become the one that makes us more like him. Devil is always still eating the dust. Amen? Thanks. The faith. I know. I know you're looking at me. The faith. What does the faith mean? Psalm 44, Psalm 144, verses 1 to 2. The faith in the Bible, in the Old Testament, the faith is always mentioned together with the blood. He said, God said, don't eat the blood and don't eat the faith. The faith speaks of protection, the faith around the kidney, protect the kidney. So he talked about Jesus Christ as the protector of life. The blood speaks of life, life, life is the blood. So Jesus Christ is our protector. He's our defender. He's our refuge. He's our fortress. He's always protecting us. And yet the sin crucify him. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, and who trains my hand for war and fingers, and my fingers for battle. That's why, that's why the devil hates us. The devil is worrying about us. That's why he has to lie to get through us. But this is what the Lord said. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, and he is my steadfast love 
and my fortress protector, my stronghold protector, my deliverer protector, my shield protector, and he whom I take refuge protector, who subdues people under me. The one crucified on the cross for your sin and for my sin is now our protector. We got a protector. Perfect love of Jesus Christ will cast out all fear because we got our protector. And he is with you. He is for you. He is through you. Don't allow the devil to lie to us. That when things happen, we feel that we are totally undefended. No, we got a protector. Right? The devil has to lie to you, say, no, your God is not for you. Your God can protect you. Your God can protect your internal organ. Your God can protect your liver. Your God can protect your, your brain. Not even the head, God said, He gives you the mind of Christ. When you have the mind of Christ, you think you have mental illness? Nothing can take away what God has given to you. We all have the mind of Christ. Yes, you may have emotional issue. Yes, I can understand we are human. But the mind of Christ can never be changed. You are still in charge. You can still think well. You can still think logically. You may be weak at the moment of time, but the mind of Christ is still the same. You're not crazy. You're not mad. Proverbs say, trust in the Lord with all your understanding, all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, he shall direct your path. The one that we think, the, the, the devil was trying, trying to deceive us and say, he is not your, you can't be protected. But he is the one who lives inside us, he will direct us on the path of righteousness. That you will not be deceived. We have everything that God had. Jesus. That's why Jesus Christ, once he was crucified on the cross, he became the soothing aroma to God because it is a complete response of the perfect love of God to you and to me. If you can't trust God, you think God cannot tender your issue. You are telling God the Father, the aroma is not good. But it is written, it is a soothing aroma to God. Father, next please. The skin. Remember when they slaughtered the animal, they actually skinned it. They did not whip the animal, but they whipped the Son of, son of God. They did not whip the animal, they whipped the Son of God. But the animal's skin was bro broken. Right? The skin was broken. Skin, skin speaks of Skin speaks of what is, what is inside Jesus Christ is expressed to outwardly. What is inside him is expressed outwardly. It's the truth, outward is the truth. Right? Some of us, outward is the truth, but inside is different truth. Right? But skin speaks of the inside expressing, the outside expressing what is inside. And they're with him. They want to tear it out. Matthew chapter 27, verses 42 to 43, Jesus Christ said, the, the, the Roman soldier told Jesus that when he was on the cross, he said, he who saved others, but he cannot save himself. If he is the king of Israel, let him know 
let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him. And he trusts, he trusted in God, let him deliver him now that, that he will, that if, if he will have him, for he said, I'm the son of God. And we have the same persecution now. Right? If you believe in God, how come God did not rescue his own son? Have you heard that? Where's your God? If God can rescue his son, can God rescue you? That's how the devil come in and lie. Right? And put fear into you. Now you are no defense. But you don't. Like we just read, he is our refuge. He is our fortress. He is our stand for love. Isaiah 53 verse, uh, 53 verse 5. That he was wounded. Jesus Christ was wounded or defiled or profaned for our transgressions or our rebellions. He was bruised or broken and crushed into pieces under the weight of the sin and the punishment of it. And for our iniquities or guilt, the chastisement or the punishment severely as weeping of our peace was on him, that with his stripes, the wound, the hurt, and the bruises, or the blueness, we ourselves are healed. The Lord, the judgment, the fire on Jesus Christ burn off everything on the altar. Everything. That's why it's called a burnt offering. That's why it's not boiled by water. God told the children of Israel, don't boil the, the lamb on the water. Because when you boil on the water, the meat is still there. But under the fire, it's all consumed. In other words, every disease is consumed. God took that judgment on himself that consumed every cancerous cell on the altar. Everything that causes sickness and pain and discomfort is consumed at the altar. That is the perfect love of God. You got a hope today. Yes? You got a hope of complete healing. Next. The pieces. Before I go to the pieces, I just want to be reminded of the Word of God. That's now in last. Can we flip back to the, the Word of God again? Can we flip back to the Lord, Word of God again? Backwards. Now, never mind. The Word of God. We are humans. We live by statistics. You like it or you don't like it. Somebody is doing that. It must be good because everybody is doing it. Let's go and join them. Yes? If you are 70, your friend will tell you, welcome to the club. You have arthritis. <laughs> yes? If go, you cross 21, welcome to the club. You may have pimples soon. Don't get into the statistics. Sometimes you go to tell your friend, you say, oh, I... I, uh, you, know, you you got a bit of high blood pressure. Welcome to the club. High blood pressure club. When my father died, I remember very specifically. I was 11 years old. There was one widow who came to the house to visit us. The moment he saw my mom, he hugged my mom. He said, we are all, we have very bad life. Not luck. I know luck can change. But he said, life. We cannot change. Bad life. 
My mother whole life is think, was thinking about his life was bad. Your friend can invite you into a statistic and your language became to change, to talk everything about yourself according to the t- statistics. You will have arthritis. Your eyes will be blurred. You will cataract. No. Bible says Jesus, uh, Moses, at the age of 120, his eyes were not dim. His physical vigor did not diminish. God can renew your strength. Your wrinkle may go away. Hello, every, every lady say yes. Amen? I also say amen. Now, the skin was whipped so that you can be healed. There's so much of the assurance of God to heal us today. And this assurance is in perfect love of God. That means it covers every disease or else the love is not perfect. Every disease, every infirmity, every discomfort because he is a comforter. Next, please. The broken body. 1 Corinthians 11, verses 24 to 25. That's when we are coming to the communion now. And giving thanks, Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, he gave thanks and he broke the bread and he said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup and after supping, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. As often as you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Afterwards, when we take partake of the communion, I want you to think that it's very, very personal. The person who came, remember, laid a hand on the animal, right? Personally, personal will. You come to God personally. If there is an issue with your head, migraine or mental illness or, or tumor or losing of memory, tell God about it because that head is on the altar. God is going to burn it today. You come to know you have an issue in internal organ or legs, it's on the altar. Right, so beside, beside all these different parts of the body, the rest of the body, every body, every part of the body was chopped into pieces. Remember? And the, and, and the high priest put it together, and the, the priest, Aaron's son, put them on the altar to be burned, every piece. His body was broken for us. Remember? Talks about Christ. First Corinthians 9, uh, 6, chapter uh, 19 to 20. And do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you? For you have whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. The body is the one that Satan attacked the most. But from the broken body, God can put it into a temple of the Holy Spirit. From the dust, God put into the body. From the broken body, God put into a temple of the Holy Spirit that is in direct connection with God, nobody else in between. Satan cannot come in between. The peace of God that Jesus established between you and the Father, no one can come in between. The Satan will lie, he is in between. But he's never been in between because he's eating dust. 
He's completely defeated. All right, let's, let's come to the Lord's table. I want you to really, between you and God, you have an issue, any issue. Okay? He has forgiven your sin. You have any issue of your sin, nor that he has forgiven you. No condemnation, but if any part of the body needs to be healed, this is between you and God. That has to be burned today at the altar. Anybody has? Uh, have you? Anybody hasn't got the the uh, communion elements? Anybody put up your hand? That's between you and God. Any part of your body that you tell God that you want to be healed because the truth is that it has been burned, consumed fully under the fire of judgment for your sake, for my sake. That's partake of the body of Christ. That's between you and God. Tell God. Think of any part of your body that is concerning you. Father, we thank you for your perfect love. Thank you, Lord. You did not withhold your son, but deliver him up for us. How should you not with him? Freely give us all things. Today we know that you want to give us all things. Everything that you carried to the cross, consumed by the fire of judgment, that we are free and free indeed. Not just of sin, but also of diseases in every part of our body, from the head to the toe internal organs too. And we know that by your strap it is you. And this is the truth. The devil cannot lie to us anymore. Let's partake of the bread. In the same manner, after the supper, we took up the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. As often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. When you partake of the body and of the cup, you partake of the fullness of Christ. When you partake of the fullness of Christ, you partake of the fullness of the perfect love of God that casts out all fear. The devil is eating dust. But we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, redeemed, cleansed, sanctified through the blood of Jesus Christ. Therefore, Satan has no part in us, no power over us through the blood of Jesus Christ. And we can now renounce Satan and condemn him to go in Jesus' name. Let's partake of the cup. Father, we thank you that for us individually, we also want to thank you for our church, that we have unity of faith in this place and we belong to you. 
our identity individually is in Christ. Our identity at, at home is in Christ. Our identity in the church as a body is in Christ. Nothing can take away this away from us. For you never leave us and never forsake us. Your love never fails us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you.